Welcome back to another episode of the Play Big Podcast, where we're having conversations who are playing big in life, in business, and in finances. And I'm here today with Carla Silver. Welcome to the studio. I am so excited to be here with you. (laughs) That's awesome. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great conversation. Thank you for being here. And I just want to start off by asking a question. Who is Carla Silver? Oh, not to go in for the jugular (laughs) right from the very beginning. I am a woman on a mission. I am a seeker. I am curious. I love learning. Personal development is my jam, but also marketing is my jam. And my passion, other than the million other things that I love in life, but my passion is really helping network marketers use actual marketing to build their businesses. Wow. Yeah. That, especially women marketing, I have been fortunate, very fortunate to be an internet marketer now for many years and that industry is still mostly male. Mm -hmm. And so I'm also passionate about helping women understand how to apply internet marketing to anything that they want to do, but especially to the network marketing. That's awesome. Where did you, where did you use a a lot of words to, to, to describe yourself? When did you get so clear about who you were or who you are? I don't think that actually has happened yet. Okay. You're still, still seeking. I'm, I'm always going to be a seeker. Have you, have you had that your entire life? Like a, a curious mindset or seeking, seeking something where, where did, where did you first have this, I guess, desire? I think that, ethos? Well, I think for a long time in my life, I did not, I was at the whim of the next promotion or, you know, I, I went the regular route, right? Went mm-hmm. to school, got the job, the whole thing. And so I was at the whim of, where that next, and I was very ambitious. So it was always like, how can I make the biggest deal? Or how can I get the next promotion or the next better job or the next, the next and the next and the next. And it wasn't until like most people, some big, huge catastrophes Mm -hmm. happened in my life that I actually realized that I needed to take a different path. But so I was just, I don't want to say, um, I don't know. I think that our listeners probably have all experienced this where I just didn't really know what I wanted to be. And so I've tried on different hats Mm -hmm. along the way. I was taught right when I got into network marketing about this concept about be, do, have. Mm -hmm. And I was so confused for so long because there's so many things I could be. Right. I was very lucky that I was brought up and told that I could be and do and have anything. Actually, it wasn't in that order. Right. Right. But that I could be anything I wanted to. And so I've gotten very clear on who I am now, but I don't know who I'm going to be in the next five or 10 years. So, so I have no idea. But that's awesome. You, you brought up a model. Actually, I love teaching that model actually be, be, do, have. And, but most people live the opposite. It's like, once I have everything that I want to have, the money, the job, the opportunity, then I'll go do the things that, you know, I need to do. And then I'll, then I'll become the person as opposed to, well, if you become the person, First, then you'll go do the things that you're supposed to do. And then ultimately you'll have what it is that you, that you should have. Wouldn't you learn to first trust that process from learning a model like that to actually trust Well, tr- I was confused for a really long time because I couldn't figure out who I wanted to be. Right. Right. And it wasn't until I was at a company event and I saw this woman speak and she was talking on the stage about how she... She was the CEO of a multi-million dollar corporation mm. and she just kept saying it. And I kind of latched onto that simply because I knew CEOs of 
million dollar corporation. So I was like, okay, so I could pick and just yeah. pick that. Right. Well, here's the weird part of that story. So she came down off that stage and I found out that she was brand new in that business. Mm. I'm like, okay, so she's not a CEO of a million dollar corporation. Right. That year she became the top earner in that company. Wow. So a little light bulb on my doubting mind mm. that all this stuff works uh, went on. So I realized that, oh, maybe this, maybe right. this does work. And now I teach it in all of my, everything that I do. As a matter of fact, in one of my programs right now, we're really focused on stepping into your future self. Mm. Who is that woman? Right. Because lots of people... And I hate making statements like that, but lots of people really struggle with the person that they are now and the right. person they want, they, the results they want when they don't realize that they have to become a different person right. in order to get those results. And that is so hard to teach, but it's, I, I love, like you probably, I love doing it. Yeah. What makes you love teaching it? I, I, lo I love it in empowering people. And yes, I think, I think what you're saying is people don't realize that who the the results that they're getting today is re, is a reflection of who they were in the past right so it's also not even a reflection of who they are currently right because results sometimes take a time take time to actually show up so it's a result of your past routines your past behaviors your past standards that you have for yourself and yes you can make a decision to be something different so this lady was saying i am a ceo of a multi-million dollar company well honestly believing that you can do something, right? And so for me, it starts with a decision that this is who I'm going to become and, and against like a future goal. So a goal is something that's out in the future, that this is something I, I want to be a million dollar earner or whatever. But then you have to have standards, right? So the standard is, the goal is in the future, the standard is what do you do every day, right? So my standard is I don't negotiate with myself on a daily basis. And these are the three or four or five little things that if I did them every single day, I would achieve my future goal so that those daily standards actually become your identity. Yes, your belief, your belief system, because, you know, if you're not, let's say, uh, physically fit and you're like, oh, I'm going to go lose 50 pounds, you don't view your identity as someone that's physically fit at this moment in time. You want to in the future, I want to lose 50 pounds. But the standard is what do you do every day? And if you go, if you eat right and exercise today and you eat right and exercise tomorrow and you eat right and exercise the next day and then every week and then every month, that's right. That, then that becomes your identity. Your identity becomes I'm somebody that works out as opposed to I'm somebody that doesn't work out. Yeah. So that's, that's awesome that that happened for you. How, how, uh, you, you said you also got introduced to personal development or in your, in your experience of personal development one yourself but more now that you're coaching people what do you think stops most people from their own belief that they can step into this future version of themselves or that they got to change begin become I wish something I could today that out um, well first of all i am not a coach i am a mentor so i wouldn't what call myself qualified to oh, be okay. a coach and help people through those problems i actually have coaches real coaches yes in my programs that help people move through those wow, through cool. those blocks because I've focused on the marketing. If you had me as your coach, I'd be like, just get it done. <laughs> so that I know uh, I have enough experience yeah. that that I know maybe that's something I might want to explore adding to my repertoire in the in the future. But I'm constantly asking like, what would your future self do? Well, I would have done that. I would have done that. And so okay. Right. 
step into that future self. Yes. Like, but we have to define who that is first, right? Who, where are you going? And I have weird little things that I do teach. I can't believe I'm going to share this with you, but what when you brought up raising your standard, that can be, it, it, honestly, it's understanding the little tiny gains that you make every day. Mm. I read a, a book called The Gap and the Gain by Dan Kennedy, and it was really understanding that our, the people that we're working with, our beautiful souls that mm -hmm. we're helping are constantly comparing themselves to that person who lost the 50 pounds right. or the person that, and that, that, and I mostly coach women. I hate making this broad statement, yeah. but we're busy beating ourselves up all the time. Well, I, I lost one pound. I didn't right. lose five. Right. Or I got one, like I didn't get, well, nobody, like, oh, <laughs> right. I didn't do that. And I'm like, no, you cannot be looking at that. You have to stack the little wins. You have yes. to be in the gain, like looking at what you have done, because otherwise you are constantly in a state of disappointment, of lack, and you'll, you're living in that negative, frustrating place right. and you'll quit. So that if I coach on anything, that that is what I'm really focusing on. Please make it so I, I make people make a list of what they've done every day. Like, right. what have you achieved? What have you done right? And then it's all about making yourself feel good. Right. Right. How can I make myself feel good today? Mm -hmm. And I have a, a weird assignment that <laughs> I give. And I'm like, go clean out your underwear drawer. There's yeah. some yucky underwear back there that you think you're going <laughs> to wear one day. But you won't believe the results that I've been getting, like the little things, yeah. like you go do that, you feel great. And right. also it leads to Something cleaning else. up some other messes and <laughs> all that right. other stuff. But it could be just light a candle for yourself and spend some time centering yourself and focusing on your goals. The big thing for me that I was really like, really understood that personal development could really change my life was a very simple thing. Mm. And it was focus. Mm. It was just focus on my goal. Right. Just my goal. Constantly. Mm. And that was back when we had those Bob Proctor goal cards yeah. that we carried around that were <laughs> laminated and stuff like that. I still do that. Still use it, yeah. I still do it that. It works. Because I want to be centered on where I'm going because life's going to happen. 100%. Like, she's going to go down. The mm -hmm. kids need something. Bill needs to be paid. And um, I want to be focused on what I'm creating and not what I'm not creating. Right. It's a big deal. And um, focus on, yeah, focusing on what is working versus what is not working because people get stuck in the comparison trap, right? Of At least the frustration, yes. quitting, self-hatred, um, all of the negative emotions. Right. And when you do focus on like, hey, you know, I did that thing. Right. I got on the treadmill for five minutes. Something small. Yeah, Something but that small. stacks and it stacks confidence. Right. And belief that you can. Right. And belief. Yes. People hold on to disempowering beliefs for almost their whole whole life without ever having the the awareness to do that. Take me back to when you you said you got into network marketing. You said you, you know, started down a traditional path that sounded like, you know, business. But how how did you get introduced to network marketing? What were you doing and how did you get introduced to it? Oh. A million years ago. I actually, it was perfect. So I had been in corporate America for a really long time. I was in the dot-com industry when it blew up in okay. 2002. 
And then I had some money because I was in the dot-com industry. (laughs) My whole life blew up, but I had some time to take off and think about what I wanted to create in my life. And I knew that I did not want to go back to corporate America. Mm -hmm. I knew that for sure. But it got to the point where I needed to start making some money. So one night I was clicking on career builder, hot jobs or something. Mm -hmm. And just like, you know, you... And though I don't even know what how it works this, these days, but you click and you your resume goes sent right. to somebody. I had a guy call me, prospect me the next day, put me on a half an hour phone call, and I sent him fifteen hundred dollar check. Holy cow! And I'm like, over the phone. I could do that. <laughs> I could do that, and I'm going to be rich. <laughs> right. <laughs> and how did it, how did it start after that? So you, you made, I wasn't you, rich. You were rich. You were <laughs> po- you were poor at that moment. Awfulness. Yeah. And partly because I, I figured out the lead generation thing that was not believe it or not that wasn't hard. Right. But I didn't know it was supposed to be hard. So mm-hmm. I figured out the lead generation thing. But selling in corporate America and selling a business opportunity are two very different uh, things. Explain the, explain the explain the difference. I had to have that sales bone removed from my body of two, over two painless years. And mm. of course, during that time, I lost my confidence and all that other stuff mm-hmm. that happened along with that. So I was selling over the phone and it's not classic sales. It's, cla- it's more like an HR person, mm. right? I had to learn how to be like, in the takeaway and mm-hmm. why should you work with me? All that, <laughs> all that stuff. And interesting factoid, I, the company told me to generate a hundred leads a week. So I did. Mm-hmm. I did that for 10 years. Wow. And how, how were you doing that at that time? I was the classic in the classified <laughs> section. Earn while you learn, call this 800 number. Wow. <laughs> and so you can think, you know, little $6, yeah. $7, $20 ad. Right all over the US and those people were expecting my phone call back. Phone was still heavy back in those days, but <laughs> I I called them back and prospected them on the phone. My my number, I figured out I made 50,000 phone calls. Holy. Over 10 wow. years. Yeah. And and I, on November of 2012, 13, I put the phone down. Why did you put the phone down? I couldn't talk to one more person. Yeah. What I just what was it? Why? I was burnout. Hmm. I was, I, I just, it's re- repetitive. You know, you're doing the exact right. same thing all day long, every day. And I just got to a point where I just couldn't. And it had been, I didn't, some, I didn't realize like subconsciously it had been happening for a while. So I wasn't recruit, people weren't coming into the business. Mm-hmm. I didn't. And so I just realized I hated every minute of what I was doing wow. and that I couldn't do it for another 10 years, five years, five minutes. Wow. And so that was, I quit for a heartbeat mm. and looked for other things to do. Interesting. Yeah. What did, what did you learn about all in that many people and having conversations with that 50,000? I did not have 50,000 conversations. I made 50,000 okay. phone calls. Yep. Maybe with all the follow-ups, et cetera, I might've had them. People have problems. People are looking for people that have a solution for them. They're looking for the classic, is it real? Can I do it? And will you help me? Mm-hmm. And it was a lot easier in that in those days to mm-hmm. answer those questions. Right. You even in a half an hour presentation and you know, on right. the telephone. Right. I didn't make the presentation. I'd put them on the presentation and then follow up with them. That that old fashioned network marketing. But that taught me a lot about 
human psychology, sales psychology, mm -hmm. the the whole thing, and then then it was all the internet after that. Like, so how did how, what you made the shift from the the little ads in the newspapers to how did you do it online then at the beginning? Well, first during that time, newspapers stopped working, mm -hmm. and so. I learned a little bit about Google, Google mm -hmm. ads, and then came the big Google flap of 2008. <laughs> Don't know if you know about that, but anybody in internet marketing that's been around for a while knows about the Google slap yeah. in 2008. And then I went, I transitioned to I, what I knew and I placed ads and career builder ad jobs, mm -hmm. which doesn't exist anymore. Right. I don't think monster, et cetera. Indeed, when it came around, mm -hmm. And I just got great prospects that were like me. Mm -hmm. And, but I, I quit and I was out. Mm. I was not going to do network marketing <laughs> anymore, but I had leads coming in. Interesting. Right. I, that's, and I knew that was valuable. It so, is valuable because I think that the average network marketer doesn't have anyone to talk to or they think they don't right. have anyone to talk to. Right. right. Well, I was <clears throat> at placing ads, so I was right. buying my leads, right. but, but I had a friend who I trusted who I had run with in another company. And I called him up one day and I said, I'm, I'm going to sign up in your thing. Mm -hmm. I am not working your business. But if I give you my leads, you just put them under me. Right. I, who would say no to that <laughs> deal? But then in that company, I saw a guy get started two months later, not speaking to one person, doing Google Hangouts in the day, mm -hmm. I think it was. And he made a million dollars. Wow. And I'm like, I want to learn how to do that. Mm -hmm. And I, in that, since then I've been like automation, how can I, how can I drive, build my email list, right. communicate with them, email list, et cetera. So that's how I've built since 2013. Wow. Yeah. And what do you, what do you love about it? Freedom. Number one, <laughs> number two, I am really a big introvert. Mm -hmm. So have still having like the phone conversations I got over myself, but it's a very different experience on social. I just love the idea that I could allow my prospects to find the information on their time mm -hmm. and I could build a relationship with them in email and they would get started right. while I slept. Yeah, that's cool. Right. I mean, I hate you as a marketer. I hate like the idea of sleep sales because I don't want to <laughs> promise that, but I had, I had myself some sleep that's sales. That's right. Go from mailbox money lots, to sleep sales. I didn't have to wait for the sales. mailman. And and I up. got real, I got great people, right? Because right. I allowed that no rejection and I and no wondering if somebody's going to get started or anything. And I had great, great, serious people get started in my business that realized that it was a business and they had right. an investment. They could do that all over there. And I wasn't doing all any of the explaining. Right. And with that, with that process, it seems like you had a sales background prior to doing that. And why do you think most people wouldn't, wouldn't do that or? Most people have a fear of, they don't have leads, but even if you give them leads, sometimes they have a fear of even having the conversation with somebody about something. Well, when I teach, there's no need to have that conversation because you send them a sure thing, <laughs> <laughs> right? right? So I don't, I, I don't believe anybody should, I, I've never explained my business ever. Well, that's a lie. I did one time mm -hmm. and it was really painful. And of course, the guy did not get started. Right. So I love the idea of saying, Hugh, you can go over here and get some more information, and mm -hmm. I'd be happy to get your questions answered because that's what I've done right. for 20 years now. Yeah. 
even when I was doing it on the phone. Right here, go over here, right. and then we'll follow up. Right. And so you you got out of, out of that. And now, what do you spend most of your most of your time doing now? Your business primarily. Oh my now? goodness, I am busy. I'm creating content. Mm-hmm. I'm creating courses. I'm creating, making sure my clients are getting the results that they want that they want and need to get. Educating. Yes. Marketing. Mm-hmm. Selling selling my courses and right. And do some speaking, not too much, but mm-hmm. I, oh, I speak all day on Zoom. Yeah. But, yeah. You mean not external speaking, like on a stage? I, I, I do some, but not a lot. I love it. Yes. But I just don't have a ton of time. And so what are, what are most of your courses, for people that don't know, what do most of your courses help people do? 100% of my courses help people, help network marketers build their businesses online. Very cool. Yeah. Experience, no experience. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We take people from, we've, we've got, I have a, a program called Biz Academy. Mm-hmm. And that is not necessary for entry level people because there are lots of leaders that are now trying to figure out how to do this stuff. Right. But it is, you know, a low cost membership so that everybody can participate mm-hmm. for that. And then I've got systems and then coaching programs right. and stuff like that. And what, what about the, the personal de- development side? Do you also along the way, Educate these people. You gotta. Yes. Because I can teach them all the things, but they're not going to do the things. Right. And they're not going to be successful at the things, all the strategies (laughs) and tips and techniques and all of the internet marketing words. They can learn all the words, but if they don't have, two things have to happen. First of all, probably a lot of things, but to keep it really simple, Mm -hmm. they have to feel worthy of getting the result. Mm. Right. That has, has to happen. And then they have to believe they can get the results, mm. whether it's from their business opportunity or their products. Right. And those are things that, well, I can't always help with the second piece, but for the first, the first piece, it's, it's right. Making a decision that you can do this. And all of that is done in a community. It's all, uh, talk, talk to me about that. Cause I think that that's extremely valuable for a, a lot of people, but how do you, how do you walk someone through a process or what process do you use? If someone doesn't feel like they're worthy or maybe not even aware that they're not worthy until it's point point. Talk to me about the worthy part. Well, I, I couldn't do this. I didn't do this in my network marketing business. Mm. It was, it was too, there were too many things to do. Yeah. The way we did that was in the community piece. Okay. Right. Uh, establish, you know, celebrating when I'll tell you a quick story. Yes. So I had two years of, barren nothingness mm-hmm. when I first got started in this industry. I normally would ask somebody, I, we have time constraints. So I'm like, <laughs> like I, why do you think I stayed? And some people say, well, you're not a quitter or you are, you are stubborn or, you know, whatever it is, <laughs> right. They'll make up all these answers. And the reason that I stayed was that the, there was so much evidence in the community that people were making bank mm. that I was going to figure this out. Wow. Right. There was just so much proof right. everywhere. Right. And so I take that into my communities. Like here's you got to keep giving them the proof, proof that it works right. over and over and over again in a million different ways. It mm-hmm. can be proof that, you know, somebody came to a retreat that we did right. and just was there. Mm-hmm. That's that's proof. Right. It could be proof that so and so had somebody get started going through their sales funnel. Yeah. It could be proof. It's just proving uh, to the 
Because that's the only way that I know of really to build belief, unless I can get them in a room right. with a bunch of other people. And proximity yeah. shortens that distance mm -hmm. dramatically. Right. Which is why I was a bitch. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. No worries. I was a bitch mm -hmm. about putting people, when they got started, I'm like, you're going to the next event. Mm. Right. You've got to do, here's right. the ticket, buy it now. Because I know they have to build that belief. And we can know, I knew intellectually that I could do what I, these people right. were doing. Right. But I, there must have been a disconnect mm. between here and my belief. And that happens fast mm. in proximity at events. Yes. You, see so you know that. You've been yes. to quite a few yes. events. <laughs> yes. So you get to the, the magical aha moments. So yeah. People in the beginning, they're exuding a lot of energy to try to achieve something. The results are very low. Right. So you have your energy up here and results are down here. And at some moment in time, it, yeah, hopefully it gets to that point where your results are higher than the amount of energy required. And that's like the aha moment. But yes, in an event or through mentorship or coaching or proof that you can draw that aha moment back closer so they don't quit on themselves because most people will give up on themselves even when they're, when they're close to it. So yeah, it's am amazing that, yeah, that's amazing that you, you walked through that two years. Tell me, tell me. Once you had the aha moment and once that happened for you, how fast was the re results after that? Yeah, explain that because I think that people people hear that or they hear people tell the story and they may not be to that aha moment yet. And then they're like, oh, and when pe they hear people say, once you get there, then like everything clicks and talk to me about. It's a little bit of a sideways story. You were open to yeah, 100%. Okay, so part of. I mentioned a few minutes ago about these Bob Proctor. Yes. Cool cards, so the yeah. company that I was with, personal development company, I'm going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk <laughs> to the hand. I will do all the income producing activities. So I did that long enough that I was broken. Mm -hmm. And I had a, I give up moment and I am going to do what they tell me to do. And part of the things were meditating mm -hmm. and being focused on my goal. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to do this thing. Were you trying to prove them wrong? Oh yeah. All day long. <laughs> so this is like May of uh, 2006, I think it was. And so we had a super Saturday, August 20th, 2006. So I wrote down on that GD goal card. <laughs> I was knowing that this wasn't going to happen. I'm like, I'm going to have 20 people at this. And I wrote, it is, I can still say it. It is August 20th, 2006. I am so happy and grateful now that I'm sitting in the Arizona Biltmore ballroom and there are 20 people with me. Woohoo. <laughs> and so I, when I was on the phone, I'd play with the goal card. When I was, we were growing tomatoes that year and mm -hmm. I had, they were in containers, so I had to water them. So as I'm watering the tomatoes, I'm saying, <laughs> it is August 20th, 2006. <laughs> But I'm doing what I said I was going to do. Yes. I had a little car, a little whiteboard, and I every time I made a sale and somebody said they were going to come, I'd make a little hash mark. I'll make this a little so little shorter. I will include that that plastic thing I'd stick here because yeah. it hurt. Yeah. It would you remind it. me. Yeah. So I get to the Arizona, I get the week before Arizona Biltmore, 16 people going. Mm. Yeah. This, <laughs> this didn't work. Done. Did a three-way for somebody on the way down to right. Arizona, 17. Still doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sitting in the Arizona Biltmore. 
I'm looking around and I realized that I better be, I was not exactly right with what I had asked for because with spouses, uh, I had exactly 20. Wow. And then I'm like, <laughs> maybe this works. Now it didn't, I was improved. It wasn't right. proven yet, but right. the, enough space opened up mm. in my possibility for That's myself awesome. that I thought, and then we had, we had like a $27,000 a month, two months after that. Wow. And that's when the belief, and it's such a short, it was such a short distance right. between, that's what I keep telling people. It's like, it isn't that hard, but you got to get for this right. thing, right? Once you're there, it is not, there's not big chasm between you and a top earner. That's right. It's not. Right. They are not any more special than you are. Very small at all. distance. And that's. The biggest distance is between here and here mm. and that knowing and belief. And I'm like, so everything took off from then. And then I had the, I don't want to say confidence, but I had the, well, I could recruit right. for sure from yeah. a place of holy, holy heck, this yeah. works, right? Yeah. I can prove that it works. Yeah. Yeah. The absolute, absolute belief. Did you continue using the goal cards? Oh yeah. I still have them. Do you? Yeah. I, I do a little bit differently now. I still use it. I have it on my desk, but I don't carry it around with me. Mm -hmm. But I do my journaling every day. Oh, that's good. If I do not focus on what I want to achieve or what I want to create, create, I lose track during the day. What What have you learned uh, most about yourself during this whole journey? Like I am a crazy weird person. Yeah, but most <laughs> most successful people are, right? Uh -huh. I guess. I guess. I don't know. Are you, are you okay with being crazy weird? Oh, yeah. Or are you just like, yeah, this is who, oh, this yeah. is who yeah. I am? Yeah. I get a lot of people ask, like, is she that way all the time? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I have weird words I use. And, yeah. And what, what have you learned about other, other people that maybe aren't exactly the same as you? Or even though the willingness, like, there, there was uh, a willingness wherever it came from that I'm going to prove this wrong or whatever it is. But. Then it actually coming to fruition, like there was an actual deadline to the 20 people on such and such a date that the Arizona built more. Why do you think most people would be unwilling to do that? Even try, even if they didn't believe it. I wasn't it. willing for two years. So I, there's a lot of reasons, right? right? It doesn't work. That's BS. Right. That's too woo. I need to know how things work. And so the way I figured it out mm. that it worked for me is that I was laser focused on this goal. Right this goal. So everything I did was focused on creating this goal. Right. And so for me that I'm like, Oh, that's how it works. Right. What happened? What happened with those 20 people that were there? Did they have a good experience of the event or? Oh yeah. Yeah. That company threw amazing events <laughs> that, and really good educational events. Yeah. I've been to some that are really interesting. So in per personal development, what is it, what avenues do you like pursuing now? Because personal development's a pretty broad, very big, broad, but it is huge. from how you, how you started to, I'd say, what, what are you most interested in personal development currently? Well, right now yeah. I am a, going a little woo. Okay. A lot of woo, probably. I'm really interested in Dr. Joe Dispenza. I've been listening and re-listening to his books. I am rereading again, Happy Pocket of Money by David Gikandi. So that they're going into the quantum stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm finding that fascinating. What What is it that's fast? What, what kinds of things are you learning that fascinate you? 
Well, and I still don't understand it all. I've read these things. I've read <laughs> both books twice. I still don't understand it all. It's just the whole idea uh, that everything is available to us. That I, I'm a big believer in frequency, mm -hmm. and uh, because of my own experience in email, right, right, I, I like yeah. really believe that my that my frequency is bringing in people. Mm. Is is that's right. just how I because. And I didn't do that through a book or anything. That was just through writing thousands of emails right. over the years. But right now, it's just it's just interesting to me that anything is available. We just have to be in that to stay in the frequency, right? And it is in alignment with everything else, all of the other. It's just a little more woo than most people. Yeah. So explain it to me, and not oh, in not in, not in quantum physics terms, but just just. <laughs> Just your, first of all, did you like science as No, I wasn't no, okay. particularly. <laughs> okay. No. But in, in general, what is, what, what's your understanding of, of frequency and, you know, how to stay in frequency or in alignment with a frequency? For well, people that maybe never heard that before, never heard of Joe Dispenza, what is, what does it mean to an average person? So where I start with my, first of all, I already explained part of it. Like right. where I start with my people is just making yourself feel good. If you're not in yes. a, if you're not in a great place, don't post on social. If right. you're mad, don't post on social. But it, it's more about being more intentional mm -hmm. about what you want to create and have, and this is really dumbing it down, which is yeah, important because that it's just being more intentional about what you want to create and what you were thinking and your thoughts, like for the longest time, I thought making money was hard mm. and I made it hard. Yeah. I worked so hard <laughs> and we, we were successful, but it was at an enormous cost. Right. And, and I'm not saying I don't work hard now. I, I right. definitely work hard now, but it's a very different intentionality. So explain that it's, it's first how you're feeling. Second, where you're focused. Mm. I'm still a big believer in that focused in that yes. creation yeah. and then the woo part is like where like i could broadcast i'd be a lighthouse mm -hmm. and that that this is how i've i hope i'm a lighthouse for people yeah. that are really looking for a solution now how i attract them mm -hmm. of course is the tactic right but how they succeed is what happens internally right 100 percent. so i feel like i'm doing a little bait and switch there but I, it I, has to happen. Yeah, I don't think it. To me, it's not bait and switch. It's being authentically, authentically true to who who you are, but also recognizing that maybe someone else doesn't have a level of self awareness this moment in time. And so when you when you hit them with something, it could be an email, could be an ad, could be a whatever. If there's some level of openness that's there, and uh, the frequency is yes, like what is what is my intention? Because intention does have energy to it. It's it's my intention is to sell you something or my intention is to, to, help, you. to help you. Yeah. There's totally, totally different signals that go out. Like right. if it's a radio station, it's like, Hey, this is WWW. Let me sell you something <laughs> versus this is WWW. Let me help you. Well, and you know, what's interesting to me is I'm not particularly at this moment in my life religious. However, it is exactly the same thing. Yes. It's exactly the, yeah, the because, same. You have to have that faith. You have to have belief, faith, whatever you call mm -hmm. it. You have to be moving forward. 
spiritually. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. So a frequency is yeah. It's what you talk about. So it's it's my thought, my intention, and also so it's the thought that's coming out, the intention for why that you're pushing that thought forward, but then it's the emotion behind it. So you could have a greedy intention, and the greedy get people feel that right. So when they receive the message, like oh, this person, this person's greedy. Or if you, it comes with a helpful intention, it'll be received as a helpful way. If it's empowering intention, then it's received as an empowering message. So it's like whatever's broadcast out is what is received in. That's something. Yes. It's interesting to see how people, and people tune into certain things and they tune out of other things. And so, especially if they're in a moment in time where, they are doubting their their self-worth. They don't know if they can do anything. They don't happen to see anything in their periphery or in their immediate sphere that is able to help them. And I think your analogy of, yeah, I just want to be a lighthouse is, to me, is a great image to have because it'd be like a boat that's lost out at sea and it can't even find the direction of the shoreline of where, that's the shore, that's safety over here is a, wicked wild storm but if i see a lighthouse i know the lighthouse is on land yeah and it can be any kind of boat it can be a really it doesn't matter beautiful yes. yacht of a leader at a company yes. or it could be somebody that's like i was for the first two years and just like tell me tell me what to do right. like what am i doing right like, why why am i not why am i not getting the results that i want well i didn't believe yes right Right. I wasn't doing the, my personal development. <laughs> well, I mean, it, being, being, that light, being that lighthouse for other people, yes, allowing them the opportunity to go through a process because everyone's process is, is unique and different because everyone's circumstances are different, even though sometimes what they're feeling can be the, the same for them. But I think it's amazing that you're doing that. Yeah, I think people. what you do is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. What is, it, what is it that you're most excited about right now in, in your business venture? Well, at the risk of sounding self-promotional, <laughs> don't want to do that. But here's here's what I, we've been in our coaching program. We've been doing this now for eight years. And before that, I did whatever I did in all of that in my network marketing businesses. But that was more of leading. And what I'm excited about is that everybody's different. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that before. Mm -hmm. Everybody's different. We all Everybody has different insecurities. People are in different places in their life. They right. have different skills. Yes. They have different. Like me, as an as an introvert, if like I said, I, if somebody had told me to go make a list of my friends and family, I would not be here yeah. privileged to be talking to you today. Yeah, isn't that amazing? So just there's all kinds of different personalities, needs, et cetera. And every company is different. Every company has a different comp plan, a right. different way of building their business and everything. What I'm excited about is that for so long we were kind of like a, one shop, one one solution for all, which didn't work. Mm. I mean, it worked. Just like I go make kidding. a list of your twenty million friends right. and family works for a certain percentage That's of right. people. That's right. We've really added that personal personalization. I'm mm. super excited about that because that because again, there's no. It's really hard to to, and we all experience this in our network marketing companies. Here's the way to do it, right. which doesn't work for everyone. That's right. And that is so hard as a leader to see someone and you 
I couldn't always tell ahead of time, but I, I it knew that it might not, it wasn't going to fit right. for that person. So that's what I'm excited about. And I'm excited about treat, figuring out a way to apply that to all. That's awesome. I don't know if that's possible, but that's where my brain is. Now, I know that I just contradicted myself, no, right? I, I, I actually, actually not because it's the, what was going through my mind when, when you were saying that is actually a mentor of mine used to tell me all the time, never become a walking generality because the world is full of them. Become a meaningful specific. And being a meaningful specific would mean in like in your case, being able to help an individual based on their own talents and skills. Because like you said, I can give you the tools and I can give you the strategies, but it's your psychology and it's your personal development that's either going to get you to use those tools and those strategies or not. The way or they might be different strategies yes, based it, on. And, and the way that you use these, these tools may be different. So to me, I see you more as like a master gardener where you know, it doesn't matter if it's a rose or a tulip or a corn stalk or a bean or something like every human has their own unique talents and gifts, which I'd love what, what you just said, but a master gardener doesn't matter if I'm planting beans or if I'm planting roses or tulips, because it's still the same process. There's still, right. there's still a time to plant. There's still timing to right. the planting of from the time I, I plant the seed to the time I see something that's there's a period, there's still a sequence to farming, What, regardless of what you're farming or regardless of what you're trying to grow, there's a sequence to it. And then the bad or the best part is the lag, the time between when the seed is planting till you see the bountiful fruit. And I think that because of your experience, because of your, your desire to want to help somebody, it doesn't matter who they are. And so it can be very specific, but every individual specific meaning that it could also be for everybody. Right. Well, that's going to be that. <laughs> so that's it's, it's the not, big It's like thing. an oxymoron. It's like jumbo shrimp. Well, that's what I mean. I was just trying yeah, to say, the, like, how yeah, do I? It's not really kind of, yeah. Like, my big desire is to figure out how to do what I'm doing now with my group, but in a network marketing team. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't know. I haven't figured that out because you've got to have systems and structures yeah. that basically the entire field follows. Yes. So that's, that's. That's the goal. I don't know if I'll get there or not. But. That'd be like, it'd be like being a, an art teacher, right? It's like, oh, you, everyone, every, all the, all the people in the class are going to get a canvas and get a paintbrush and get paint. Yeah. But that, that, well, that could lead to disaster in a network marketing team. <laughs> I said to too many network marketing teams that I've worked with that have no systems at all. They're yeah. like, here's the, here's the paintbrush yeah. and the thing. Go do. <laughs> Go figure it out. And then nobody does anything. So that's, that, that's the. That's what I'm working on. That's I'm cool. Waiting to see if maybe some inspiration happens there, but I'm sure. Well, I think you get that uh, plastic card out and. Well, you. <laughs> but you never know, right? There's some AI technology could come. Right. I mean, there's huge strides coming yeah. over there. There's some that I see as potentially, like maybe you can make five buckets. Like mm -hmm. which bucket are you, and then yeah. follow that plan. That's right. Yeah. yeah. See, you'll figure it out. Very smart. Where can people go to find more about you or your programs that you offer? Oh, I have a great group on Facebook. It's called Clever Marketers. Okay. Clever Marketers is, I didn't, wasn't prepared for this, but this is no, awesome. I want people to find Clever out. Marketers is there. It's free group. It is there full of resources and training already. I'm live in there almost every week. There are, again, there's a 
ton of great resources and training there in there, and as well as ability to get your questions answered in the community, et cetera. Yeah. That's, awesome. that's the best Clever place. marketers on Facebook. Clever marketers. Uh, I've enjoyed Network having you here. marketing made simple. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I'm going to have you do the honor of, well, you can see all the stickers that are here. Oh, my goodness. And so everyone that comes in here gets to write down a phrase that means something to you and sign your name. Awesome. And then you can choose whatever spot on the table you feel. What does it say? Uh-huh. Imperfectly done beats perfectly undone 100% of the time. Wow. I love that. And where is the spot going to be on the table? All right. I'm going to choose over on your side next to California. Here, I'll have you put that on there. Awesome. My favorite expression, just get it done. Not perfectly, just get it done. Just get it done. Thank you so much for being in the studio. Thank you so much for this amazing interview. Great questions. And it's been an absolute privilege. Privilege, privilege to be here with you today. Yeah, it's an honor and a privilege for me and myself. And until next time, always ride the wave of life and always play big.